This is IQMZ Tech, episode four, recorded Saturday, the 15th of September, 2018. Hello, and welcome to IQMZ Tech, the show where we talk about some of the biggest tech news stories with people who are passionate about all things electronic. Yo, what up? It's your boy, J.J. Stone, a.k.a. Doctor. And I'm Anthony Lemos, a.k.a. Shameless Amos. Shameless Aimless, nameless. Yes. Or all whatever the I find that rhymes with those things. Right. How you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's actually not tonight for you. It's today. Right. As um, viewers can see from the open window behind me, it's nice and sunny. It's about 4.30 in the afternoon here in Alaska. And uh, just side note, beside the story, I was just, you know, I just got hacked on one of my Twitter accounts and I didn't know it. And I... I feel bad about it because I haven't been hacked ever. So this is the first time that they got me. And at least it's harmless. They're not putting out porn on my Twitter or anything like that. They're just spitting out orange juice quotes and movie quotes from China or something. (laughs) So I I, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm going to fix it right after the show. That's its Um, own thing, though. That's that's even that's something just in and of itself getting hacked on Twitter or whatever, where something's just automatically posting your account. That's it's just a sign of our times. Like it's going to happen eventually to everyone. Um, I, I, like I said, my, my passwords are so good though. <laughs> I can't get my passwords. <sighs> yeah. Never, uh, never underestimate the, the, the power of a Chinese bot. Yeah. Like, hey, I give out one of, I, I give out like one of my old passwords. Don't that don't isn't on anything anymore. Like I would use like Jigamain, like, uh, and I put a number behind it like forty four. Mm. So it's like instead of Jay Z, it'd be like J E G G I E M A N E forty four. Like nobody's ever gonna think of Jigamain forty four. Nobody. Mm. Uh, but I have passwords like that where I I just have all ghetto crazy stuff misspelled. You can never get it. I, um, I use uh, LastPass, so if anybody ever cracks the LastPass algorithm for randomly generating passwords, I'm screwed because all of my passwords are just randomly generated LastPass passwords. I, so far, I, I let Google and Apple handle my passwords. Uh, that's pretty much how I roll with that. Like Chrome now, saving all my stuff across Chrome. Mm-hmm. But I, I should use LastPass. I'm just lazy. I know that it's great. I know that it's useful. I know that it's secure. But at the same time, like you said, somebody gets to the LastPass they're taking all my funds offshore accounts. I can't have that. I got to have my stuff <laughs> separated. You're laughing, but it's true. Hey, uh, uh, you, <laughs> you mentioned Chrome saving passwords. It's turning 10 right now, and it's got some new features coming in. Um, a few a few things. I finally updated this morning. Are, are, are you on the latest version of Chrome? I am, and it's annoying to me for a whole lot of reasons. Um <laughs> So it, I mean, you want to just gr- scroll down and read what the what the new features are? What they say is great sure. and exciting about it. Sure, there, there's a new look, which uh, is something I actually agree with. I like it. I like the uh, the new tabs. That's something I didn't think I'd like, but I do. I haven't tried it on the other devices yet. But um, anytime Google re- reinvents their aesthetic, it gets cleaner. It gets lighter, as in like uh, less data being used. And this is one area that I, I've almost always agreed with them on, that when they change things as far as the aesthetic goes, it works out really well. It does feel good when you look at it. When you use it, you do feel good. Yeah. Um, they say things got faster. I don't know about that. Um, like <laughs> my uncle, see, this is the thing I hate. 
people that don't know about technology, when things change, start freaking out. Like I have people call me. My uncle's like, did you change the computer? I'm like, what? Did you? You changed my email. My email is not the same. It don't look the same. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And this was, I didn't, th- I thought you had to opt in, but they were just automatically changing some people over. Mm-hmm. So now, since it looks good and it's so fancy, but he has a slower internet connection, it takes forever for his email to yeah. load now. Yeah. And then when he clicks at the bottom and he loads a simple loader, it looks like garbage. Right. So he's like, how do I get back to my old? I was like, those days are done. Like, mm-hmm. this is what it is. Uh, you need to upgrade your email. So the jazzy look is great, but the jazzy look also does not make it faster if you had a slower internet connection because the way it was before, it loaded a lot quicker with slower internet connections. Yeah, but at the same time, it's they've been phasing that in for quite a while now, and I, I jumped on it a long time ago, and I still have to revert back to the simple version, like when I'm checking my Gmail at work and things like that because uh, network network traffic or whatever just gets convoluted and it's slow the basic version it's it looks like crap but man is it functional and it's fast oh yeah oh it flies <laughs> like like the dickens it's like the yeah. wind it's quick but um, um but yeah i can see how that yeah. can be confusing for some people it, yeah, especially older people and just you know people that aren't tech savvy at least six people call me talking about what happened to the internet and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> like the old aol happened. days when everything was aol right? but that was the internet right? right yeah yeah i'm like nothing happened to the internet it's, um, it's an update it's okay they say uh, smart answers directly in your search bar is the headline here essentially you start typing and you don't have to hit enter to see results but hasn't this been the case for like i don't know ever I feel like they're trying to say it does a better job than it's a new thing. It's definitely not a new thing. It just does a better job is what I feel like they're trying to say. It seems um, the same to me, though. I tried it out on a few things, and it really – maybe I was just optimally using it before. Maybe I'm a, a, a Google food master or something, but yeah, it just – I don't know. It seems the same. Yeah, I put in really obscure things when I'm searching for stuff, so I'm always impressed when it finds what I'm looking for. Like <laughs> – Black girl singing thousand miles, do 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 do. Right, right, <laughs> yeah. It, it goes out and it finds it. So yeah, um, things just got personal, and then they tell you what's under the hood, and what's under the. Oh, you know what my other issue is? I'm having with mm. it. Flash. I keep enabling Flash. I keep saving Flash, and every time I run certain sites, it keeps telling me Flash is not enabled. Enable Flash. So that's a bug that has to get fixed because it's driving me crazy. Okay. Okay. So first of all, the bug isn't that Chrome has a problem with Flash. The Chrome, is, the problem is the bug is whatever site you're going to is still using Flash. That's got to go. <laughs> <sighs> that well, is a complete and 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 welcome, worthless argument to have. Welcome to 2010. Get rid of Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if Apple cannot, if Apple can innovate stuff from ten years ago, we can still roll Flash. Okay, uh, Fla- Flash is still. Do you know what the main flagship of it that's bothering me is? Hmm. Um, I believe FiOS and like Xfinity still run on Flash. Hmm. So when I want to watch live TV, and I have to like go through three steps to reload f- Flash, it's driving me crazy. Hmm. Yes, we shouldn't be on Flash. I fully understand that. But we are. And the biggest argument of why we should be on Flash everywhere is because if the porn industry can do it, everybody could do it. I I, the only time I've had to use Flash in probably the last six months was watching HBO now. And they still use Flash on there and it it blew me away. I was like, what? Why? How? I I believe I believe all the major TV 
like their contracts use flash though there has to be it's, something better right there there's got to be like why are we still using flash why are we yeah just it it just bothers me adobe will not let it die and it's just the way things are built and it is what it is why can't we have both why can't all things be true why can't we leave flash alone we should stop bullying don't you listen to the first lady look, bullying look. It should stop. Adobe is making Flash hard because now Flash isn't even like a primary out, uh, uh, output source. It's the, you have to go into menus to to make to create videos in Flash or to do anything in Flash. Even Adobe has deprecated Flash to the point where it's more difficult to produce content in Flash, and yet certain places still hold on to it. Like let it go, let it die, put it out to pasture, let it. Let it have its natural I'm not end to of cuss things. on our show. So you need to shut the LL Cool J up, okay? Flash is what Flash is, and we can never change Flash. And in fact, is I have to have Flash because they're doing Flash, and they're flagships of the internet. So we must suffer, mm. and Chrome must fix it. No, because it, I am it, too lazy to reclick and double click and download click again. Yeah, yeah, time. you are. But H.265 needs to come in. Let's do this. Uh, please, look, I, I don't like. I said the porn industry. Just needs to work with every other major flagship. They just start changing stuff overnight. Uh, another thing that didn't get me too upset because I stopped using a while ago, but Google is going to be shutting down Inbox app, and people were in a uproar. Had their panties in a bunch. Many uh, <laughs> violin. A lot of people use that app. I used to use it a lot. It had a lot of great features in it. Um, I feel like it was Google's playground for ideas. Where like, hey. Let's put this in the car. If it don't start, we don't care. It's not our first car. It's like the backup. It's the kid's car. So, And then they started taking the things that people use and like the most and put it in to Gmail. Mm. So I've already adapted to it, but a lot of people love it. And Google has does what it does. It shuts things down. As we were talking before the show, I've not found an email client that really answers all of my needs and is usable in all circumstances. So on my phone, I just use the, the, the normal uh, Apple iOS mail client. At home, I use Gmail uh, on, the, on the, the internet, like through Chrome. I, on, my, on my Mac, I have it into the, the mail app there. Email is just one of those things that it's, it, no one has, has provided a solution that's universal that everyone can use. Cause even when they try to like group conversations together, then you go to a different client and they're all jacked up and like your replies aren't in the same place. And it's just leave email alone and leave it as it is. Stop trying to innovate it because just, it's just, just a really shitty early messaging service that we're still using. Get your ass onto Slack and uh, uh discord and just move on with life. Cause those are far superior for the half the stuff we use email for anyway. Again, you need to shut up <laughs> about what you talk about. You think the future. Just shut up. Email is email, and it's never going away, ever. And this is what we have to deal with. Uh, secret fact, I use all the same things you do, but I do <laughs> use the Gmail app on my phone because uh, I got a lot of Gmail accounts. And I do. Don't tell anybody. If you're listening to the audio, I'm turning my head side to side, looking to make sure nobody's sneaking in the house, listening to me right now. You can't see me. I use Thunderbird still. Oh, look at I'm you. Still, I'm still on that Thunderbird from yeah. Mozilla yeah. because basically I just save and archive a lot of stuff that I, you know, I've got a lot of 
old things and I just don't want to lose. So once a month, I go on Thunderbird, hit that refresh, and then take it offline just in case the internet goes away. You ain't never going to take my shine. I still got my emails from 08, player. It ain't never going to die. I got mine. I got yeah, mine. Thunder. But- but overall, for the uh, for the for the loss of inbox, I don't I don't know that either one of us are necessarily heartbroken over it. So, yeah, not so much. I don't care. You don't care. We don't care. Now, something Next everyone step. should care about, though, is Facebook and their two billion trillion gazillion users every single day, like all the time. I think these people are just zombies. Like, if you're one of these Facebook zombies. I'm I'm sorry for you, um, but there's talk about breaking Facebook up because it's just too big. Now, obviously, if you're a person that is in the tech, you you kind of know what they're talking about. But in general, when you say Facebook is too big, it sounds so stupid. Yeah. Okay. It's not like the Rockefellers with oil and gas at the pump. So they're basically saying the fact that WhatsApp is really the thing that you would have to separate in my mind. Them saying Instagram needs to be separate, uh, Messenger needs to be separate. Like, what, what are you talking about? They, yes, they all work together, but too big to fail for what? They, they, there are other options to talk on the internet, and you don't have to use Facebook. But yeah. at the same time, everyone's using Facebook. So breaking them up, I mean, other than WhatsApp, because it's a way to communicate, uh, especially for people internationally, more people use that internationally. I think the Facebook um, messenger or anything else like that. So I kind of understand, but what's breaking it up going to do? Like, what do they, what do they really think? Oh, Facebook's too big. They control too. These are things you opt into. I need gas to get everywhere. I need fuel to get everywhere. You know what I mean? Microsoft at the time when there was no Apple, when there was no Chromebook, when there was no, yes, you got to break Microsoft up because they are the computer industry. You know what I mean? Right. Which, they I run mean, your defense systems. They run everything. Even that didn't happen. Like this is, I see this Facebook talk the same kind of way that I saw Microsoft back in the day. Yeah, it was a virtual monopoly. They didn't have the entire market, but they had such a a huge share of it that you had to control them in some way, in which case with Microsoft, it was a matter of not uh, you know directing them how to proceed with their business you couldn't you had to install other um other browsers or make them available from the get go and you had to you know um uh you couldn't have certain options right off the bat you had they people had to opt into it and i think facebook really needs to be the same way you don't need to like break facebook up itself i really think that if you just stop facebook from acquiring new companies that have competing technologies aka Use copy or use uh, antitrust law the way that it was it was intended from the very get go, then everything will be fine. Because once you have, you know, they, they've already made made the mistakes of letting them buy Instagram, making them letting them buy WhatsApp and things like that. Well, don't let them buy anything else. So the next time there's an upstart, next time there's a major thing going wrong, it, they have to leave them alone. They can't mess with them and just let them and they, flourish and let them compete. And they did nothing to impede or slow down or make Facebook waver in those purchases. And that's right. the government's fault from there. They just say, oh, again, Facebook is already as big as it was, and you allow them to acquire a company for $2.2 billion and nobody bats an eye. It goes through in 10 days. That's a personal problem. Yep. So, yeah, you're right. Going forward, restrict their usage because, again, things also fail. They bought a lot of companies that just fizzled out and haven't done anything. Maybe they use their technology 
the same way Twitter tried to buy Vine and then Vine just died. So, I mean, it is what it is. I don't see anybody breaking up Amazon anytime soon Mm-mm. or Walmart, and they have a, a physical monopoly on the Internet and day to day. Even though you would think that Walmart and Amazon are fighting each other, but they also just acquire and destroy so many small businesses, it's insane. So yep. that's something I'd be more focused on breaking up, Amazon, Walmart, things like that before I'm worried about Facebook. But I, I would agree not to let Facebook – no more toys for you. You can't yeah. buy anything else. No, <laughs> no new iPhone Max, Facebook. You can't <laughs> upgrade this year. You got to wait. I, I agree the same way with uh, with Amazon and Walmart as well. Like All you have to do is just control them, stop them from, from enveloping other things. Like Walmart, maybe maybe their, uh, their distribution sh- stuff should be separate from the main front-facing company. I can see there's a physical separation there. There's a way that you can separate that. But Amazon... They're they deal in digital goods. You know, you're gonna you're gonna break their warehousing away from their system. Well, that- again, which the same thing you said. So my friend makes a, a a special pipe fitting. He's the only one in the world that makes it. They have a patent to make it or something stupid. They send them out to to the world. Amazon comes in. They buy five thousand parts. Then they buy twenty five thousand parts. Then they buy a hundred thousand. After the fourth or fifth year, they're like, hey. How about you keep running the factory? We just buy your factory for, you know, five million dollars or whatever. Yep. Next thing you know, now he's churning out more pieces than he ever made because they said, "Oh, screw your patent and keeping it finite. We're going to start selling it to everybody." So you see what I'm saying? Like this guy had a good business, and now he's basically going leaving his business because he's like, "Look, I sold to them anyway. I'll let them hire somebody to come in here." Because I don't like the way things are being run, and they're running my people into the ground, but they don't want to expand the business yeah. because they're selling it through themselves. So they do things like that. Walmart does that too. They'll find a mom and pop shop. Oh, you make this cool hat? Sure, I'll buy all five hundred. Mm-hmm. The next year they'll buy five thousand. So the person says, "Oh, heck, we're going to start building hats for Walmart. We're not going to sell them out the way to our people we used to sell to. We'll just go through Walmart." Yep. Then Walmart's like, "Ah, gotcha, bitch." And then they <laughs> drop the price on you by 50% and you have no more customers besides Walmart. So you have to deal with the price that they gave you yep. unless you want to start all over again. So they crush small businesses yeah. all the time. And that's something that they but should be looking into. This, this is how the optical uh, the, the, the optical companies in America operate anyway. That's why Oakley's are, are a shit brand now because you know the, the one company owned all the outlets. They told Oakley, we don't want to pay your prices. Oakley said, screw off. And they said, okay, we're not going to uh, carry you anymore and Oakley's price dropped because now they didn't have a distribution channel and then they yeah. bought Oakley because it was pennies on the dollar like all you have to yep. do is, is find a way to stop innovation by way of acquisition just stop that you know it, it's it doesn't seem that hard of course we're we're just the simpletons down here at the bottom trying to scrape for our own stuff yeah. so um, the, I'm the, sure there's, the there's bigger way. things yeah exactly the American way Oh man! Speaking of the American way, uh, Alex Jones, this dude, um, he, he goes and gets himself banned from all kinds of stuff. But Twitter, not so much. Twitter hadn't hadn't quite banned him yet um, because apparently Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, intervened and said, "No, we need to keep that boy on." So this story is semi old now because now Twitter has banned him, right? And. I, oh God, I hate saying this for people that don't know. I've been on Alex Jones' show twice. 
And hearing him say my name is so amusing. The old doctor. I have the old doctor here. <laughs> it's O Doctor. The old doctor. Oh, and JJ Stone. It's funny. Um, I was in studio with him. I saw the the fire behind the curtains. I don't want to call it magic. I saw the fire behind the curtains. A very interesting operation. He is the uh, anti-Gary V. Uh, besides being positive and just being a good salesman, he's a great salesman. Uh, he's selling a product, and that product is fear and rage and anger and a different voice than the mainstream voice. I personally do not like the fact that he's been banned from everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like as much as he says outlandish things and crazy things and all that jazz, I feel like he should have a place to say it, which he does. His own website, his app went through the roof when he started getting banned, so he still has listeners even though they've they've fallen but he has a way to get out to his people and he he was building before social media he had a following in a network and was making money and all that stuff but i just don't like the fact that the internet turns him off even though the thing he didn't understand is these these places are free facebook is free youtube is free it's not a service not like you are making car payments every day and they come up and say you're a nazi i'm taking back your car uh, can't do that because I'm paying for the car. But if I say here, the car is free as long as you're not a Nazi or a crazy person. If you become a crazy person, I'm going to take the car back. You can't get mad when they take the car back because it's free. You didn't you don't own it. Yeah. So that was the thing. He just fully wasn't understanding in his ranting and raving. And he finally went to Capitol Hill and he just lost his mind and said that some of the crazy outlandish things, the conspiracy, the CIA, the snipers are coming to get them, the frogs are turning to water gay. And mm-hmm. Twitter was like, you know what? That's it. So now he's not on anything. Yeah. And- this For me, this is a matter of Twitter was making the hard stand. It's a, it's a platform for free speech. Okay, cool. You do what you want with your platform. It's your platform. If I don't appreciate what you do with your platform, I will leave your platform. That's how this works. That's why I'm not on Facebook very often because I don't like what they're doing with the data and everything else. I just go there for a chuckle when I'm, you know, not doing anything else. But you left him there. He had you 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 Twitter continued to give him the opportunity to use the platform as his sounding board. And he kept pushing it further and further. And I don't know if he felt he was invulnerable to it or if he just didn't think that that uh, Twitter would have the gall to shut him down. But when you start ranting and raving on, on a live stream against public figures, you know, government fi- figures, something's, he's going to push the envelope a little too far eventually, which is what he did. And boom, gone. And, and, and I fully support and, Twitter shutting. I fully support anybody shutting anybody down, including you shutting me down on this podcast, like you want to do. Um, it's a matter of you got to find you, you got to know your limits, and if you push your limits too far, you get shut down. That's just how life is. That's welcome to the American way. And that, and that's the thing that was funny because when everybody else shut him down and Twitter didn't, he was pro Twitter's for free speech, and he was saying all the right things, mm-hmm. and he was fine. And Jack was letting it ride. Mm -hmm. And then he got on a plane and he went to D.C. And then he got in front of real media, CNN, Fox, NBC, MSNBC, BBC. Everybody was there. And then he started talking about the CIA and the snipers and the killers. And they're coming after him and they're going to kill Jack Dorsey for giving him a platform. And he just started talking so crazy. I'm like, dude, you are getting by by toning back your rhetoric. Mm -hmm. And you had a place to, to do Periscope and post your post, but 
But then as soon as you, like you said, there's limits. As soon as you start talking crazy stuff in front of real media, now, again, giving them a bigger platform. CNN, Facebook, everybody saying what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Shut them down. Fake news, fake news. And then what do they do? They put microphones in front of the man and broadcast them all over the globe. Yep. Why, why even give him the airspace? Why even report it? Why even report the crazy things he was saying in front of that podium? I wish I would put the video for that to, to show the things that he was saying, but you literally just did for him what you were saying you didn't want him to do anymore, and you were applauding. You gave him a platform. Uh, they're saying his numbers are down, you know, 700,000 views or whatever, but like I said, he is a salesman, and he's going to sell, and this will play to his base of we don't have, they don't let us, and free speech is a free speech. So, mm. oh well. Uh, like I said, don't, don't, oh, you can't find it anymore. Oh, never mind. I was going to say you YouTube me on Alex Jones' show. Uh, I still have so many weird fans from that couple episodes. But anyway, you can't find it anymore because they deleted all the stuff. So, yeah. hey, I was, I was never on Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> but would you go on Joe Rogan? I would love to go on, well, Pause. I would, <laughs> I would very much appreciate to be on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> let, me, let me say it out loud like that. For you almost tricked me, trying to catch me in a fumble. I see what happened. There. I see what you did. Uh, um, if, if I'm not setting you up, then uh, there's, there's no, there'll never be a spike. So Elon right? Musk goes on the Joe Rogan podcast and has. Uh, so I've been critical of the way that that Elon Musk speaks publicly. Highly intelligent individual doesn't seem it's, it's, it's almost like like right now his mind is going faster than his mouth can keep up and he's going a thousand miles a minute and he just sen- sounds bumbling on stage. It sounds like someone who's never been through any sort of public speaking class. And then he goes in Joe Rogan, lights up and everything slows down. And then Joe Rogan is suddenly the guy speaking really, really fast while Elon Musk is just like answering the questions. And I got to tell you, this is the first episode of Joe Rogan that I genuinely enjoyed, but I'd never want to watch it again because it was painful at the same time that I was enjoying it. So Elon Musk is a virgin with Albert Einstein brain. He's, you know, it's not that. He just doesn't know how to talk to people. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to relate to real life things. So when he gets mad, it's, you know, it's nerd mad. You know, oh, you're a pedophile. You're, you're like dogs. What can I say to hurt you? Because I, oh, I don't know, emotions. So <laughs> it's just like, okay, dude, you're really smart. And that was Steve Jobs' problem. He was so smart, but he knew enough to say, hey, I, I'm going to get somebody to teach me how to speak on stage. I'm going to practice it for three months before I go out there so that I seem like a cool, charismatic, smooth individual. And maybe mm-hmm. he was, but he was also an evil genius dictator that people despised as much as they loved him. I mean, not like he treated his kid like she was anything. So, I mean, that's this for that. Now, as a father, I'd say, hey, mm-hmm. you can't deal with your kids, but you got men out here drooling and crying all over you. Get out of my face. But Elon Musk is that like times three because he's a megalomaniac genius. So it's just hard for him to come down and deal with real people. That interview was cool because, yeah, he smoked weed, man. But he was almost relatable, even though they weren't talking about shit. If I was Rogan and he was high, I had so many more questions I'd have asked him. Like, I, 
he he fluffed him and blew his bubbles and was so nice. I mean, I guess it is hard because when do you get a chance to doubt Elon Musk? Like if I got to do doc tales and I got Elon Musk, I would lose my mind. Mm. But I would ask him, hey, when's the last time we got in a fight? Hey, yeah. When's the last time you cried? Like you all right? You 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 get you ever cry? You ever get sad about stuff? You need a hug? Like <laughs> there there are so many more things that when he was smoking that blood halfway through it, once he made that face to send the memes of, oh he was fucked up. Like you know he was gone. You could ask him pretty much anything, but Rogan was nice and like you said, he started talking so much faster and just running his mouth about nothing. Yeah. That that as epic as that was, I feel like it was wasted. I feel like the interview was wasted. Yeah. Um. And if you've seen it, you know exactly what we're talking about, about how you don't want to watch it again and how I feel like opportunity was wasted. Uh, but we'll link it up so you can watch it if you want to. But, mm. yeah. I mean, it, it, it wasn't a bad interview in that it does at least give you somewhere inside the mind of Elon Musk when he's not at his fully guarded position. So there's there's some value to it. But, man, it's just there's there could have been – I really feel there could have been so much more – gained from that that interview with or without the blunt like is just i, I don't but you I don't need know. the weed you need the weed to get him loosed up because he's like i said he's a machine yeah um i i went to well not went to one of my best friends got married and at his wedding i gave the speech and i said look he he's a machine like i call him once a year i tell him i love him like i said i looked at the bride I'm like, how often does he say he loves you and she just laughs because he just doesn't say it. He loves her, but he doesn't say it. So I'm mm. like, you got to tell him to tell you, hey, tell me you love me. Like, say it out. Say it out loud. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, he doesn't say it to his parents because some people are just built that way. Again, he's an engineer, really, really smart guy, giving guy, caring guy, but he's just a machine. Like, oh, that's not practical. Why would you do that? Because you do that shit for friends and family. That's why you do it. Not because you want to. Yeah. I don't. My fat butt don't want to get up out here coaching my kid, but I do it because she's my kid. You know what I mean? I don't want to be out there in the heat, sweating, running around the field with the kids. I want to be sitting on, in the shade like the other punk parents that don't do nothing. Mm. But Elon is just so smart. It's also detrimental to him because he doesn't get people. And you can have all that vision, but if you can't keep people employed and keep the right town around, which he's losing talent left and right – then your visions will not be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So he, he he needs you know what Elon you need me you need a black friend he needs a life I coach. roll around with you everywhere I hang out you know what I mean you can yell at me I'll translate to the people you see what I'm saying <laughs> you're like oh they're fucking up and I can't stand it. I'm like hey 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 you know what how about you just go back in there fix it order a couple pizzas hang out tonight and get it done and tomorrow it'll be fixed all right. <laughs> Cool, cool. I'll pay for the pizzas. Ain't no big deal. I'm robbing it blind. All right, they're gonna fix it. It'll be done by tomorrow morning, Elon. Oh, it'll be done by tomorrow morning. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Like he needs somebody. He needs like uh, that that translator, anger translator from um, Key and Peele, mm. the president. You ever mm-hmm. see that? Yep, yep. That's what that's what Elon needs. That's what Elon needs ASAP. I'm here for the job. I got you. The the Tesla translator. Yeah, you're oh, working on that. I want to I want to test this so bad when I when I get money and like good money, like so much money that I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Mm. And I'm going to hire like a female version of you uh, 2.0. Like when I get that kind of money, I'm going to get me a Tesla. And I'm just going to drive all over the place. I want yeah. a Tesla really bad. Uh, I do. 
I've never ridden in one. I've never, never seen the inside of one in person, but uh, there's a couple of them they're that drive not, around here. They're not comfortable. Yeah. Uh, I want the SUV version because I'm a yeah. little bit bigger, but they do zoom zoom. Like, yeah. Like my buddy has a Hellcat, and that's, it's, uh, man, you got to drive in one. <laughs> So my buddy has a Hellcat. I got I got I got a dried in one. Is that when you when you imagine driving drive. but you're actually riding? Yeah, drive, ride, ride, drive. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, if you don't, I mean, nobody's gonna really let you drive it. They might right. let you ride in it. So that's why I put that together for you. <laughs> Down too fast for you. you Got to understand. Megalomaniac mind right here. Right. But anyway, no, no, what I'm no, saying. Clearly, this video you can watch a Hellcat versus a Tesla, and the Hellcat is just American muscle, 800 horsepower. This thing is a screaming demon. Oh, it's just so big and you feel the road. Mm. Everything about it screams, I'm a man. You get in the test and it's like, Pew! it's like spaceship. Like you really feel like you're floating on air. So it's, it's you don't feel like a man when you're in it, but you feel fast. <laughs> you feel like, like an alley cat. So it's interesting. You got to get in one. You so, so, it's, so it's a, an electric Fiero. Yeah. Because Fieros, man, they look like crap, but you sit in them and it feels like you're on a skateboard going 90 yep. nine, down the freeway. Yep. So Well, that's because they're so small too. Everything like... Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. You're literally three ground. inches above the ground. Like if you yeah. hit a rock wrong, your butt's going away. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I had an owl the other day. I almost cried. I felt so bad. If I hit a squirrel, rat, dog, raccoon. I mean, I saw a fox that, that night too. Yeah. There were how many animals out. Uh, I was coming from the boonies of PA, but I had a, a owl flew that low right into my headlight. Poof. Mm. And I'm like, Al, why would you do that? Like, I could have hit an eagle or a bird or a red robin, anything. Owls are precious. You never really get to see owls out in the wild right. hanging out. So I felt really bad about that. But anyway, um, we got any other stories? Are we done for today? Uh, what you don't want to do is you don't want to hit an owl with your Tesla where you're smoking a blunt with uh, <laughs> with Joe Rogan. That'd be so bad. That'd be so bad. <laughs> oh, man. Joe, you don't Rog- hit anything with Joe Rogan's driving down the road. Uh, checking his email on the inbox app that's about to go away. And Making his way downtown. <laughs> riding his Driving Tesla with, with Elon Musk in the, in the passenger seat, smoking a blunt, and he eats an owl on the way home. Like, that's that's the uh, the takeaway from this episode. Don't be don't be that guy. Yeah. And matter of fact, I can't even have a Tesla because I put a, a bubble rubber band condom all around that thing. Like, I need that thing. Safe. Uh, I don't want anybody touching it. Can't anybody look at it. My daughter wouldn't even be allowed to ride in it. She'd have to ride in that little back seat that faces the other way. She can't even look at my car. She has to look out the back window. So I don't even want a Tesla anymore. I'm sorry. Unless you're going to want for free, Elon. I should buy a website. Elon, let me be your friend, and I'll work for a Tesla. <laughs> nobody, nobody will quit on you ever again. Dot com. Wow. Um, I'm. He'll, that might be taken. That might be. He's got to have Google alerts. Yeah. I, I I guarantee you. Uh, give me a free Tesla's taken. Oh yeah. What? It's available. I'm buying it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, so this is uh, that's it for this episode of IQMZ Tech. Um, Owen, where can people find you, man? Uh, at Odoctor on the Twitter, IQMZ.com for any latest episodes and other podcasts that I'm doing. And not 
uh, at IQMZ on Twitter until I find out who the Agent Orange hacker is <laughs> to get my, my account back that I rarely use. And you can find me at Ethan Kane, E-T-H-A-N-C-A-I-N-E, or uh, go to RitualMisery.com for all things that I do on the webs. Catch you guys next week. Peace. Peace.